0: This morning, I have the privilege of introducing our guest speaker. If you've been with us for a while, he will be familiar to you. Uh, he was even here earlier this year. Uh, and Pastor uh, Rick Van Wagner is with us this morning. He's been a senior pastor for decades. He's been a longtime friend of, of this church and Pastor Scott. And, you know, if you read the, uh, the, the bio um, that we have in the bulletin and the email and all that, you're, you're going to learn some things about Pastor Rick and about his church if you go to the church's website, you'll see the same things echoed. It's clear that they exist for the sake of their neighbors and for the community around the church. And it's, uh, uh, it's, it's what the gospel is. It is the, the, the purpose of our existence is to be selfless. And it honestly, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite church mission statements I've ever heard. Uh, this church said, we exist to give ourselves away. And I want to be a, a people and a body of Christ that exists uh, to carry Jesus into this world and, and give ourselves away. And uh, Pastor Rick uh, embodies that well. So if you would put your hands together and welcome Pastor Rick up uh, this morning. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Good morning. How are you? How about the ones who didn't answer? Are you okay too? I'm glad to be back with you guys. Thanks for uh, having me. Pastor Scott is a good buddy, and I love him, and I appreciate him. How many of you love and appreciate your pastor. I'm going to tell him you cheered very loudly, and we're very happy. He'll like that. Well, it's a joy to be back with you guys again. Um, the world has got a lot going on, doesn't it? Dear Lord Jesus, some of it's good and some of it's not good. Pastor th- I thank Pastor John for praying for the nation of Israel. We've had a lot go on. We've walked through COVID and we've walked through so many things as individuals and people, haven't we? Yeah, thank God we're still here. If you're still here, you still have a reason and a purpose. Amens are encouraged, okay? <laughs> you're good people. You know, um, I, I look at, this cool artwork and the names, I mean, what a neat thing to look at, isn't it, everybody? To, to read that and be reminded. And today, I just came to encourage you. I'm from Claremont. Took me about 35 minutes to get here from the great st- city of Claremont. And I'm, I'm glad to be back with you guys. Um, I, today, I want to talk to you about the God who answers. How many believe that God answers us? Oh, good, I don't, have to, I don't have to convince you of that, do I? Praise the Lord, right? So we can just build on that foundation where we already believe and trust, but we serve a God that answers. Now, sometimes the world gets crazy. Sometimes life gets crazy. Sometimes things don't go the way we want them to. Is that true for you? At least that's what happens to me sometimes. And that's when I gotta dig in I have some challenging things going on. Do you have any challenging things going on right now? Yes or no? Okay. So we can encourage each other today. How about that? Because we're all walking through it. We're all needing to trust God and believe. And I thought today we could talk about the God who answers. And, you know, I thought about the character in the Bible, Elijah. How many, how many like Elijah? Like, come on, I like Elijah depending on which version of the bible he prayed a 52 53 prayer and you know called fire down from heaven it's in my notes there for you to look at and remember he dumped water on the on the sacrifice anybody remember that in Sunday school <sighs> come on he he did it once and, just, and then he went he did it twice and then he did it a third time now how many know all the analytical people are saying stop I resemble that remark, so I know that. And he just, he just trusted God was going to do it. And he kept dumping water. And you remember the story where he was going to call down fire from heaven, and the God that answers by fire, he's God, right? And you remember that hundreds of people were against him, and he stood for God. And we're in a time and a season right now where you gotta stand up for God like never before. Crazy has become the new norm. I, I mean, I don't know what is gonna come out next week. New rules, new ways of looking at things, new this, new that. And how many know? A lot of the news is not good right now, but it, it, it is what it is. And so, believers, come on, I'm talking to you, right? How many know, Me and you gotta stand up. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Anybody else agree with that today? we got to stand up. we got to set a standard according to what the Bible says, and we've got to stand up for that and do what's right and pleasing and honorable to God, even if society doesn't like it. Praise the Lord. We're talking now, right? And, And that's just where we're at right now. And Elijah has hundreds of people standing against him, And he stands and he believes God and he prays and God answers his prayer and supernatural fire comes down from heaven and lights up that sacrifice. Remember, everybody? After he put water on it. It's amazing. And so there's a drought in the land. For three and a half years, there's a drought. And it's fascinating. And Elijah, after this, he says in verse 41, he says, go eat and drink, for there's a sound of a heavy rain. He's telling the king, rain's about to fall. Now, this is interesting because there hasn't been rain for three and a half years. How I many know three and a half years is a long time? I mean, he just called fire down from heaven, and now he just goes about saying, hey, I, I, God's going to move. It's going to rain again. Now, some people would have said, Elijah, you should have just stopped while you're ahead. Come on, God already moved, things are good. Can I tell you something? God has more. Did you hear that? Okay, let me say it again because you missed a good chance to jump on board with me. God has more. Just because he moved once doesn't mean he wants to move twice and three and four and so forth. And so Elijah tells the king, it's about to rain. And this is a fascinating story to me. Verse 42. So it says the king, he went and he, he said, he went off to eat and drink. And Elijah climbed on top of Mount Carmel and he bent down to the ground and he put his face between his knees. He said, go look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went and looked up, and there was nothing there. He said, seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seven times the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot, go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds, the wind rose, and a heavy rain started falling And Ahab rode off to Jezreel. Can can we break this down for a minute here? Elijah's on the top of the mountain and he tells his servant, go see if you see anything. Go tell me what you see. And he went and he looked and he came back and he said, I don't see anything, nothing. Now. We all salute and want to high-five and hug Elijah, but I want to give some props to the servant for a minute here. The servant had to go look. Now, I'm practical, kind of like Pastor Scott, and you know what I'm wondering? I wonder how long a walk he had to go on to go see. I wonder how difficult it was. I mean, it wasn't like he had a sidewalk. Maybe there's loose rocks, maybe there's dirt, maybe there's animals. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a 30-minute walk. Ooh, one way. Sweet Jesus. And so he tells the servant, go look. Now, the servant probably thinks, no problem. He's just called fire down from heaven. They've dumped water on the sacrifice. No big deal. Elijah asked me to do something. It's no big deal. God's about to move again. He walks out there, and what's he see, everybody? Nothing. Nothing. Walks back for, just for fun and discussion. Let's say it's a 30-minute walk. So 30 minutes up, what am I going to say? 30 minutes back. How many know that's a long time? That's a long walk. Comes back, hey, Elijah, man who just called fire down from heaven, I didn't see anything. So what's Elijah telling to do? Go back. go back. OK. How many know that's easy to say if your name's Elijah. What? The servant? Hey, he called fire down from heaven. I'll go again. Just for discussion. I don't know this. Let's see, it's a 30-minute walk again. Come on, everybody. What do you see? You think you got a little irritated? What'd you tell Elijah? I didn't see anything. What's Elijah say? Oh Lord. Can you hear the servant? Ugh. Knees are hurting. Ankle sore. Whew, I'm a little tired. Elevation's a little higher. Come on, how far are we walking? Look out there. What do we see? How do we feel? <laughs> I'm tired, that's right. Maybe a little attitude. Christians don't have attitudes though, do they? <laughs> Maybe a little emotional. I gotta go back. Come on, every step. He's going to ask me what I see. I know him and I'm going to have to tell him. And then Elijah looks at him and says, I'm feeling bad for the servant right now. Elijah's got the easy part. He he's just praying. He's seeking God. He's crying out to heaven. But the servant, he's got to walk. He goes back, can you see him? I'm tired of this, I've been faithful, I've done everything I'm supposed to do, I supported the man, I've prayed, I've done everything he's supposed to do, and what's he see? Great, great. I get to go back again, and he's gonna tell me go back again as soon as I go back. Come on, is he a little winded now maybe? Maybe. Come on, maybe you got a little Charlie horse right here. Come on, feel a little, come on, come on, be practical with me here. Some of you read that, no, 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 no. Dig in with me here, think about this. Does he want to tell Elijah what he saw? Come on, no. We all know why. Fourth time, fifth time, he says, what's he telling? Nothing. What's Elijah say? Go back. Can you see him? Lord, I got cramps in my feet, cramps in my legs. We just saw fire come down. Where are you at? I don't understand. You spoke and you said this was going to turn out a certain way, that there was going to be rain. I know it hadn't rained three and a half years, but you spoke and I still don't see you. Am I talking to anybody today? Comes back. What's he tell Elijah? Nothing. What's Elijah say? How many know it's a lot easier if your name's Elijah right now? Yeah, he knows the way. (laughs) Made a little trail. The sixth time. Oh, Lord. I don't even want to serve this man anymore. Come on, we're thinking here a little bit. I'm a little, I'm tired, I'm worn out. I've done everything I feel like I'm supposed to do. I don't see anything, nothing. It's one of the most beautiful days all year. There's not even a, a single cloud out here. Why God? Come on, where are you, God? Where is the God of Elijah? Goes back. Probably wants to cry. Come on, everybody. Come on. Because we're we're visualizing this as maybe 30 minutes. We don't know exactly, but you do the math. You're on your sixth time, 30 minutes up, 30 minutes back. How many know that is an obnoxious amount of walking? I'm tired. So I go in, Elijah says, What'd you see? I, don't, I, I said, could we just pray right now and not talk about that? <laughs> do we have to talk about it? Elijah presses him. Come on, and he says, nothing. What's Elijah, the prophet, tell him? Uh, I want you to imagine you're the servant right now. How do you feel? Tired? What else? Frustrated? Frustrated? come on, mad, what else? Defeated. How many of them are all real? Sixth time. Oh. And he has to make a decision, will I go on a walk for the seventh time or not? Seven times walking. Lord, I got an attitude, I'm frustrated, Jesus, help my attitude, help me right now. I know you can do it, but I haven't seen you do it, but I I believe that I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I believe that anything is possible with God. I look up, huh, there's a cloud. It's only the size of my hand, though. At least it's something. He's probably going to make me go back again because it's not raining yet. I may think that's a possibility of the man's thinking that way. He's, he's probably not thoroughly excited, but he's like, I see something at least. Goes back. What'd you see? I saw a little cloud. How big was it? as big as a man's hand. Can you see Elijah? We're good. It's done. It's over with. Come on, it's happening now. And then we know that it began to rain. In the book of, oh, let me read this to you. Oh, this good stuff. Come on, how many enjoyed the Bible here today? I love the Bible. Look, look at James chapter 5, verse 17. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. Come on. Human like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it didn't rain for three and a half years. And again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crop. Did you hear me? Elijah was a human being like you and me. He had emotions. He had frustrations. We know that Elijah, remember, Jezebel said she's gonna kill him, and what'd he do? He ran for his life and said, God, kill me, get me out of here, take my life. So, how many know he know he was emotional and had feelings just like you and me? Everybody hear me? Okay? He was a human being just like us. And he looks, he had that servant go look seven times. And then rain finally fell. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much power. But it's the person who doesn't quit or give up. How many know you feel like giving up after six times? What are you saying, Pastor Rick? Don't give up. Keep praying even if it takes seven times or more. You remember the, remember the prophet Elijah? The, the, Naaman came to see him. Anybody remember that story? And he told him, you go dip. You go dip in the Jordan River. And he's like, man, there's so much nicer places where I'm from, had an attitude. Anybody remember how many times he was told to dip? Oh, wait a minute here. What did you say? Seven. Seven. Could you imagine dipping one? It didn't work. I'm sick of this stuff. I'm so sick of this stuff. Dip number two. Still not working. I want to quit this stuff. What a dumb word. Number three. Number four. Number five. I got water in my ears. I got water up my nose. I'm getting a little attitude right now. Come on. Am I in anybody's neighborhood right now? Five, six,
0: seven.
1: What is up with the number seven? Could have been 40. Thank God it wasn't. We probably wouldn't have this story we're reading about right now. All I'm telling you is when you pray, don't give up. Don't stop. Walk by faith and not by sight. Listen, Elijah called down fire and a miracle came. And you need to pull on the past wins and successes that you've had with God. Put yourself in remembrance of the things God's done in the past so you can see God move again. Pull on... Psalm says this, put yourself in remembrance of what God has done. Pull on those experiences. You have the faith to get you through to the next side. Listen, before David took on Goliath, you know what the Scripture says. He already had dealt with the lion and the bear. He was prepared and didn't even realize it for what God has in front of him. And you are prepared and you are equipped and you are ready for what you're dealing with because you've already seen God move for you in the past. He's trained you. He's equipped you. He's empowered you. He's enabled you. Come on. Greater, you're going to get me happy in here now. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. Come on, that's the God that we serve. Come on, everybody, give him a hand today. If God is for us, who could be against us? The promises, that's right, nobody. The promises of God are yes and amen to you. You sound like you're trying to encourage us. Yes, I am. I hope it's working. I believe the Bible is true. I believe the words he's spoken are true. I believe these stories are just supposed to inspire us and encourage us for where we're at and what we're walking through today. Gang, you may have been given a precious promise And it's not materializing in the natural world around you. That doesn't mean what God spoke to you isn't true. That means just you and I got to lock in. We got to dig in and say, Lord, I believe that what you said is true. I believe that you will fulfill your word. I believe there's no devil from hell that can stop the blessing of the Lord coming my way. Jesus came that you would have life and have it more abundantly. And we know the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but you are able, you are faithful, you are powerful, you are good. And I put my hope and trust in you. Come on, everybody, right? We fight. We don't fight in the natural. We fight in the spiritual. And we cry out to heaven. And how many know, heaven is listening. You may have to go on a long walk. You may have to go back and forth. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. Some of you, you're here because you're going to pray breakthrough for other people's lives. Some of you, I just see you praying in a vision, I could just see people praying for their families. Don't you quit. As long as you have breath still inside of you, don't you quit. Pastor Rick, I don't, I don't see anything around me floating out there showing me any signs of positivity or hope. Neither did the servant. And then when something showed up, man, Elijah's like, we're home free now. <laughs> How are we home free with a little cloud? Or that needs to be your attitude. If you see the smallest glimmer of hope, you should be going, glory to God, he's listening. Instead of, you know, the half empty. Well, it didn't start raining yet. I don't know if it's going to happen. Don't. Praise God for what you already have. Praise God for what's already happening. Am I talking to anybody here today? God is with you. Amen, church? Listen, let me tell you a couple things. I sense this is a whole new season for your church, a whole new season. And I don't know, I don't, let me talk to the money people in here. God's going to bless your church financially here, and you're going to do some projects by faith and some things by faith, and the Lord's going to bless you. It's going to be like wind in your sails. And the Lord told me to tell you, do not be fearful. Trust me. And I feel like debts are going to be paid off for the church. And things are just going to go so, so good. And you're going to be adding some things to the church that you guys are going to be buying. But you got to continue to keep stepping out by faith financially. Anybody hearing me right now? I'm talking to you. God is stabilizing your church so you won't be shaken by the winds and the rains. You're going to have the finances you need to be able to do some ministry and some mission stuff you guys are going to be doing. I'm just telling you, God is providing for your church in a beautiful way. He showed me that in a vision. And I'm telling you, God is making a way and providing for you. How many believe that? Say amen today, Amen.